Hello, and welcome to Three Words, a bite-sized podcast about the small, significant, and strategic choices that we all can make in order to become the best version of ourselves. My name is Dr. Michael Brown. I am the host of Three Words, and I'm here today with my dear friend, Nick Gillespie, a coach with DMB Coaching, and we're going to engage in a very, I think, important conversation about these three words. Nick? Yeah, thinking before speaking. Think before speaking. You know, it's interesting. We don't always, our default is not to think before doing anything. We tend to jump in, right? We tend to respond. We tend to react versus intentionally, proactively thinking before speaking. So not just speaking though. What if we actually think before texting? What if we think before posting on social media? Think before making that phone call. Think before showing up whether we are angry or frustrated or whatever the case may be, I think it's good to pause and I think it's good to wait and I think it's good to process. And that's really the conversation for today because I don't know about you, Nick, I can think of several situations in my own life where after I spoke, (laughs) I thought to myself, you know, I should have thought about that first. What do you think, my friend? Oh yeah, well, we've known each other for a long time and uh, I can only imagine when you knew me back in my early 20s. And some of the things that I even said directly to you that you've had to like call me on the rug. Now, wait a minute. I thought you were going to start, as you started saying that, like he's going to start sharing Michael Brown stories. Thank you. No, no, my own story. Thank you for not doing (laughs) that. (laughs) No, I mean, both of us like kind of live in the world of communication. You Mm -hmm. know, communication is meaning making. It's how we influence others. It's how we lead others. And so you and I spend a lot of time communicating with others to have them follow or change or consider. And yet too, we can find ourselves making mistakes that hurt other people's feelings, that cause other people to wrestle with things that maybe they don't need to wrestle with. Yeah. And I think about when I actually speak, particularly if it's anger I want to express or frustration I want to express, I want to think first. Uh, But also promises that I might make. If I'm about to make a promise to someone or I'm about to share something with someone that I will do this or that, I... Again, another situation where I would want to pause and I would want to think before speaking, but also truth telling, Mm -hmm. uh, the potential of telling a lie or as we like to say, a white lie or a half truth or whatever, to be able to pause and to think, do I and how do I express this in the most truthful, honest, transparent, um, real way? And I think just before speaking in general, I like how you talk about communication because there are times where I will find something coming out of my mouth and I'm like, that's not exactly how I wanted to say it. But also there's times, and maybe you can relate, and I'm sure many of our listeners and viewers can, you say things and you're like, that wasn't fully true. You didn't mean to say it, but then what does it look like then to go back and say, hey, I didn't mean that or that came out. And and even in our family, it's interesting when you talk about truth and lie. In our particular home, the way we've raised our kids is it's not a lie until 15 minutes has passed. And so technically Uh speaking, if you say something to mom and dad that is not true, usually within 15 minutes, we know, right? You you know, you go, oh my goodness, that was not true. If you come right back to us, then it's it wasn't even considered a lie. Yeah. It's transparency. And so I think in many ways, this entire conversation about communication and our words Words are a window into our soul. Hmm. Words say more about our character and who we are, probably quite honestly, than anything else. So I know for me, as I think 
about this topic of thinking before speaking. I have this kind of little formula that I've been going through in my head because like you, I communicate a lot. Mm -hmm. I want to be honest. I want to be truthful and I don't want to respond too quickly. So here they simply are for your consideration and even would love your response. This idea of pausing plus processing plus planning. Hmm. So I'm going to pause and say to myself, what do I want to communicate here? I'm going to process maybe what is going on inside me, particularly if I want to share something that's I'm angry about or I'm mm-hmm. frustrated. I want to have that hard or courageous conversation mm-hmm. with someone. And then I want to plan it out. Yeah. I want to plan it out and think, how am I going to best go about doing that? And I know for me, that's been very helpful. Yeah, I would agree. And I think, uh, you know, frustration, anger, like those are the first uh, feelings that like mm-hmm. kind of come up in us when we're like communicating like with someone and sometimes like our anger has a different goal than like even like our actual goal like my anger wants to be released right or it wants vengeance or wants to get back at somebody but if i really think of my whole person what is my what is my goal well i want to like love other people i want to build healthy relationships well then i need to be able to get past those I think lower goals that maybe my anger might want to drive towards in order to say, no, I need to be able to think, process, plan. How is it that I'm going to communicate in such a way in order to get to these higher goals of building other people up, of loving other people, of establishing, yeah. you know, my, uh, my, my voice in someone else's life. Well, and even as we record this uh, particular episode in the middle of a global pandemic, but also uh, in the middle of a very tense time in the life uh, in the history of our country is that it is really easy to feel a lot of anger, a lot of frustration. Uh, we feel unsettled. We feel uneasy. We have, you know, they're saying more and more, the experts that many of us are experiencing a low grade level of anxiety and depression. There's so much. And so all the more during this season of our lives, we need to pause and we need to process and we need to plan out exactly what we're going to say, particularly before we send that text or we make that comment or we post that particular thought on Mm -hmm. social media. And I know for me, I've been thinking in preparation for our time today, what are some questions I can be asking? And and here's some things that come to mind specifically. Is what I'm about to say, is what I'm about to text or even post, is it going to help or hurt the situation? Mm-hmm. Is what I'm about to say or post or text or the phone call I'm about to make, will it have long-term consequences? Is what I'm about to say or text or call or post, in the long run, am I actually going to feel better about <laughs> myself and about the situation mm-hmm. and about others? And probably the most important question is what I'm about to say going to strengthen or compromise my character? Hmm. Because at the end of the day, the only thing I have control over is who I'm becoming. And my character is revealed in crisis and is revealed during times like these. But also my character is shaped during these trying and difficult times. And let's just be honest, Nick, we've not spent a lot of time together during the pandemic because we're all socially distanced, right? But within our homes and within our tighter friendship circles, there's more tension than usual. Mm -hmm. There is more probability that I'm going to say something to my dear, dear wife, Teresa, or to my children that I'm going to regret if I don't take this time to pause Mm -hmm. and to process and to make a plan before I speak. Yeah. I mean, 
our words communicate the weight of who we are. Mm. And, and when we let words fly, whether it's yeah. through text or social media or email, you know, then the substance of my person gets mm. watered down. And when I can withhold my words, when I can carefully weigh my words, you know, without becoming too anxious, we don't want to like overthink things. Um, but yeah. when I can really consider how do I communicate in a way that's tactful, that's kind, that's beneficial, then it actually strengthens the weight of my person in relationship with other people. And that's our family, our coworkers, again, people that we're trying to lead, people in the community. Yeah. Um, and, and, and I've had even my wife say, you know, I will say something that's harsh or insensitive. And while she forgives me immediately when I apologize, it may take a couple of days before the pain and the discomfort of that conversation begins to wear off. Because, you know, we use this phrase even as we grew up, you know, sticks and stones can hurt my bones, but words will never hurt me. No, oh, sticks and stones will break our bones, but words will never hurt me. Not true. No, no. Uh, a stick and stone may actually hurt less and for a shorter period of time than some of those words, even that we heard when we were much younger, that even today, imagine some of those words that were shared with us as children, or even those really, really brutal words that were shared with us on the playground, or even in high school or, or college that still shape <laughs> the way we think about ourselves today. Just imagine if that individual would have thought before she or he spoke. So I've got a question, Michael, like what Please. are some basic techniques that you keep in mind as mm. you communicate with people in your daily life, whether it's family, coworkers? Well, I think, you know, I, I use the term a lot, you know, make sure it has tact, timing, and tone. And then obviously use the term technique. So I've been thinking about this notion of how do we make this practical? Thinking before speaking. To think before speaking, what is your technique? What will be the avenue? Will it be a conversation? Will it be a, is this particular thing I'm about to share best communicated in a text message mm -hmm. <laughs> or in a Snapchat or in a you know phone call? Or should I have a face-to-face -face conversation? Or what is the technique? Is it going to be a letter? Maybe it's a handwritten letter. Oh. You know, who would, who would imagine doing that today, Throw right? Throwback communication versus, styles Versus there. an email, you know. Um, but what is the best technique? But also there's that tone, that tack, that timing. There's probably a time. And I, and I find this even in all of my relationships with my family. I can tell this is probably not the best time to share this, but sometimes I do it anyways, right? There is a time and a place that is better than others. Um, that sense of tact. When I say tact, what are the actual words? What's the actual phrases? What language am I going to use? Regardless if it's a text message or an email or, or face to face. And then finally, tone. Mm -hmm. So much of speaking is tone, yeah. right? It's the nonverbals. It's the way I express. It's even, do I roll my eyes? Do I make eye contact? What are the, my facial expressions? But I think that people pick up more on tone mm -hmm. than they do even the words themselves. So I think the overarching idea is that we just pause, <laughs> right? We just pause before firing off that text. Yeah. We just pause before posting you know, that social media post. We pause before picking up the phone and just laying into someone. But we also pause, and again, we've talked about it, before I make a promise. Mm -hmm. Before I say, I'm going to be there tonight. Am I really? Or, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll, I'll see you later. Uh, first thing tomorrow morning. You know, whatever the case. Like, our words. I mean, you said it, my friend. Our words, they really do demonstrate the weight 
I like how you said that, the weight of our person, because we can't say, well, that was just what I said. I didn't mean it. Our words are an extension of yep. me. Our yep. words are an extension of my character. And so to say, well, that was just words. It's not just words. What we speak and what we say and how we speak and how we say it, it says so, so much about ourselves. So again, as we summarize for those who are listening to our podcast uh, today and those who might be watching us on our YouTube channel, Nick and I are with you. Yep. We really struggle ourselves, particularly during these trying times. We have not perfected this art of thinking before speaking. And yet, let's all commit together a fresh and a new beginning today. Let's think before we speak. For life coaching, consulting services, or to hire a keynote speaker, please visit dmbcoaching.com.